Hey, this is Nathan Jenkins from Loon Mountain Ministry, and I want to thank you for checking out our podcast today. We welcome you to join us, the trees, the rocks, and all of creation as we worship our great God. Enjoy the message. All right, so we're going to read together um, John 11, verses 25 through 26, and then Romans 10, verse 17. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life, and anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Do you believe this? So faith comes from hearing. That is, hearing the good news about Christ. Hey, so did you guys hear? Did you guys hear? I love when you say that phrase, you give people attention. So did you hear? When you come into a room like, did you guys hear? Everyone's like, hear what? Hear what? Did you hear that Jesus rose from the grave? You know? And uh, I just think this is really cool. Um, and we'll get back to the you here in a minute. But we'll first start with John chapter 11, verses 25 through 26. And first let me say, it is nice not to be preaching from a book of wisdom this morning. Ecclesiastes is going to get kind of hard on the old boy. It's kind of nice to go back to this really awesome stuff like Jesus conquering sin and death. Woo! Anyway. John chapter 11, 25 to 26. Jesus is just beginning his ministry. Jesus is just getting going. It's not too long after Jesus did his first miracle, which has turned water into wine. It's fun to say that in the Baptist church. Um, and so Jesus is just getting going. He's just started to gather his disciples. His disciples are like still in that honeymoon phase. This is awesome. This is cool. And in their minds, they're like, we're going to take down Rome. woo This dude's going to be king. We're going to be his buddies, so we're going to probably get, like, cool jobs and stuff. And we're going to take down Caesar and Jerusalem and Israel. will be on top again. Woo! Right? This is kind of what's going through their mind. They're stoked. And I can only imagine because Jesus is like, oh, man. Men are always arguing who's the greatest. I threw it further, further. I threw it further, better. Me, I threw it further. You see that? You see that? You see that? You see that? You know? Um, they called the one up. Uh, you know, I did, I did, I did, I did. And I can only imagine poor Jesus with all these dudes, and they're ju- they're just not getting it. They're not understanding that the line will lay with the lamb. They're not understanding that we are to love our enemies as ourselves. They're not understanding that the last shall be first and the first shall be last. These are all things that Jesus said to them. And it went right over the heads. Right over the heads. You know what's even sadder? After three years with Jesus, the Bible says on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he gave thanks. That one hit me hard when I read this week. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he gave thanks. The other thing that hit me hard is... I forgot, on the night that Jesus was betrayed, his disciples at the table. Jesus is going to take on the sins of the world. He's going to the cross to taste death. And you can understand, Jesus wasn't designed to taste death. He has always was, always is, and always will be. He's the only one in history that has chosen death. And he's about ready to do this. It's a pretty big deal. 
deal. And you know what the boys are arguing around the table about? Who's going to be the greatest when this king rides into town? Who's going to sit at the right hand of the king when Jesus finally gets to his throne? When this thing finally happens, we overthrow the government that we don't like. Sound familiar? When we overthrow the government that we don't like, Christians will finally be back on top. We are not any different than disciples, are we? 2,000 years, same story. I am so thankful that Jesus is patient and God's patience is everlasting. So you can imagine, Jesus has been on a journey in John chapter 11. They've been walking for a while. And when you walk, you talk. I skinned up this morning next to an 8 and 10 year old boy from a family that comes to our mountaintop church that is awesome. Now, Jesse couldn't come because he's quarantining. Uh, but these two boys, the whole skin up, it's about 50 minutes. Did you know that we have an airsoft gun? Did you know that we have a Nerf gun? Do you know the difference between the airsoft gun and the Nerf gun? Did you know that we have the telegun, 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 the Walking on this road out of Jerusalem, it's like, I'm going to sit his right hand. No, I'm going to sit his right hand. No, I was better. He, he met me first. He met me first. And the angel's like, no, I knew about this person. Then, talking, then John's like, he liked me the most. And then all in the background, Jews was counting the money. Right? Everyone's like, oh, what's he counting the money for? And they're like, oh, he's horrible. And like, I knew he was horrible. I knew he was horrible the whole time. And Peter's like, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. And John's like, I'm the best friend. I'm the best friend. You take that. And James is like, oh, I'm the son of Zebedee. Bring it on. You know? And they can only imagine. What's going on? How's it going? Is our live stream not working? Are they on? Work is good. Nope. good. Hello, live stream. Are you there? <laughs> so Jesus, after listening to all of these males say, me, me, and I, and I, and me, and me, and the me monster, right, finally make it to this well where he wants something to drink. And the boys go into town to scope out a good eating spot to see if there was a Taco Bell or, you know, something like that. <laughs> You know, in, in, in Samaritan. Jesus is just sitting at this well. I can only imagine how Jesus feels. Because he's like, yeah, you guys go on ahead. Check out the town. See if there's a Taco Bell. I'm just going to sit here for a minute. And I bet they left. And Jesus probably was like, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. Did you hear what they were talking about? They are talking about who's going to be the greatest in my kingdom. They have no clue. Because they're going to have to give up themselves to be great in my kingdom. They're going to have to be last to be in my kingdom. And God said, yeah, tell them. I told them. I told them the last will be first, and the first shall be last. They laughed and then went on to argue on who was the greatest again. I can only imagine Jesus would be like, are you sure these guys, God, are who you want me to be called the 12 disciples? This is really what we're going for here? Okay. I sent them to go look for Taco Bell so I could get some silence. You know? And then a lady walks up. She's grabbing some well water. And I can only imagine, because I'm sure Jesus probably had tried to tell his disciples who he was, but they couldn't hear him. They couldn't hear him over their own ego. Let me say that again. The disciples could not hear Jesus over their own ego. 
And when I say that, I'm looking dead in the mirror right now for Marcus. And what I love is a woman who doesn't have ego. She's broken. She's broken. She's been through about four marriages. She's on her fifth. She's not even married to this guy because she gave up on marriage. She gave up on men. She's given up on life, and she's just trying to make it. She's just surviving. No use for her. She lives in an outcast tribe. The Jews don't even like her. You know, she's a Samaritan. She's a woman. She's been with five men. None of those marriages worked out. She's on her fifth one. She's a broken woman. She comes up, does not talk to Jesus, because you do not address a man in public in that day when you were a female. And Jesus, she can tell he's a rabbi. Why? Because those bunch of blokes that just went to town, 12 of them all are, I'm awesome, you're awesome, you're great, you're awesome. I'm sure they bumped her, hit her with dust on accident, blew right by her, didn't even see her. She's used to not being seen. So when a bunch of 12 bumbling idiots arguing over who's better just went by her, she's like, men. Don't imagine what she thought. Because she'd been through five mar- or four marriages and on a fifth one now. Men. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Men. You know? Men. You know? Can't live with them and have to clean up after them. Men. You know? She gets to the, the, the well and she sees and she puts two and two together. That's their rabbi. Okay, that's their teacher. Because in that day, that was normal for a teacher or a rabbi to be with a bunch of dudes like that. So she knows culturally. She doesn't not gonna address it. This guy's very important. He's a rabbi, he's a teacher. So she doesn't even I don't even know if she makes eye contact with him because she's probably just sick and tired of men, and she's also very broken, has a very low self-esteem. And so she begins to get a drink of water for you know her home and her camels and whatever. And Jesus said, hey, would you mind uh, getting me a drink of water, please? That was crazy for a man to address a woman like that, especially a teacher or a rabbi. And she says, excuse me? He goes, yeah, can I have a drink of water? She goes, uh, yes, sir, I guess, sir, I'm sure you can. And then Jesus says the most bizarre thing. I can only imagine what she's thinking. She's like, okay, guy, I'll get you a drink of water. That's kind of weird. Here you go. And he goes, if you knew who was asking you for a drink of water, you would ask for a drink of water and you would never thirst again. What? Imagine pulling up to the Woodstock Inn and Brewery at a bar and some guy says to the bartender, if you knew who asked you for a drink, you would ask me for a drink and you would never be thirsty again. I'd probably go talk to my marriage and watch that one. I can just watch that one. Right? That's a weird saying. That's where Jesus has some weird saying. Let's just be honest. We can say he's got some weird saying. The Bremlitz and I were just talking about it. He said in Mark chapter 6, anyone who doesn't eat my flesh or drink my blood has no place in my family. Thanks, Jesus. 2,000 years later, we're still trying to figure that one out. And it split the church massively. Thank you. You know, like, could you say, hey, this is a metaphor. And then said that, that would have been helpful. You know, he didn't. He says some crazy things. But this is what's incredible about this story. Here's a broken woman who has horrible relationships, horrible self-esteem, and the God of the universe in human form reveals to her the deepest truth, the deepest truth ever. I am the Messiah. I am God. I get goosebumps saying that right now. 
Because those 12 bozos that just went to town were the least of these. They didn't make it in school. Then all of the real rabbis, they were the teachers of the law and the Pharisees that really did make it in school. They weren't told. The 12 guys that he chose to hang out with, they weren't told. Probably because of their ego. This broken woman now is being told. And she says, um, excuse me? Tell me about this water that will never make me thirst again. Jesus replies, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live, even though they die. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Wow. He hadn't said that that articulated to anybody on earth yet. Anyone. This should give you hope. This is incredible. This is Jesus, A, saying it to a Samaritan, B, saying it to a Samaritan woman, and C, a girl who has had a very bad past. Very bad past. This is not who you think Jesus would relay the truth to. And that's beautiful. And then the Bible says this. It says it a lot, actually. If you have ears to hear, let you hear. And that's what I think was happening in this story. She had ears to hear. Why? Because she'd been done putting hope on her things in earth. She'd been let down enough that her ears were now clear. The 12 blokes that walked into town, they were too busy listening to their own ego, too busy listening to their own thoughts, their own, they didn't hear Jesus. Where are you this morning? Where are you this morning? With, have you heard? Where's your ears at? Because if you think about the five senses, they are sight, right, touch, taste, smell, and hearing. And it doesn't say in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so faith comes by tasting. Man, if faith came by tasting, I would be the most faithful person in the world. <laughs> right? I would be full of faith if it came by tasting. So faith comes by seeing. Is that what it says? Do you know how many people want faith to come by seeing? 99.999% of everyone. I don't believe because I don't see it. Oh, the Bible never says you have to see it. Faith comes from smelling. I'm glad that's not true. That would be weird. Yeah, that's, that's faithful. Sure. That's a weird one. If faith came by touching, I think I'd be better too. You all know I'm a hugger, I'm a high fiver. I, you know, I, you know, Heidi's like, okay, stop touching me. <laughs> you can pray for Heidi because during the pandemic, when I can't hug all of you, I've got my physical itch, take it out in public with hugs and high fives. Heidi's taking on the weight of the world of Marcus's hugging. And the introverted Minnesota non-touch is about ready to freak out. No, faith comes by hearing. And hearing the good news of Christ. Why does Loon Mountain Ministry take it very seriously to communicate that there is a God, that he has a son, that his son came and died for my sin and your sin and all the sin in the world, and that when we call on him with our mouth and believe in him in our heart, we are filled by his spirit? Why do we say that exact word? Why? Because it is the good news. 
And because faith comes from hearing. We proclaimed it from the top of the mountain this morning. Waterville did. Proclaiming it here online. Here. Because it's the good news that Jesus saves. And it comes from hearing. And until we're all dead and gone, we're going to continue speaking it. Because faith comes by hearing. He who has ears, let him hear, the Bible says. You need to clear out your ears? Can you clear them out? I know I do. What do you need to clear it out of? Social media clog it up? Does the news clog it up? Does the love of your children clog it up? Does the love of your job clog it up? Does your ministry or your love of knowing God's word clog it up? All good things can clog it up. He who has ears, let him hear. And if you think, you got to go to Bible school. Good stuff, do it. You think you need to be somebody important to hear God's word? I hope that you understood from John chapter 11. No. This was a Samaritan broken woman. A horrible past. Not much of a future. And one day she went to get water. She met Jesus. Lord, we thank you so much for 2,000 years. We thank you that your word is just as true today as it was when you spoke it to Martha at the well. Thank you for confiding in her the truth. Thank you, Lord, that the truth has not been squelched. There's been many a government. There's been many an army. There's been many times the enemy would love to just squander these truths, that you are the resurrection and the life, and that life comes from you. But here we are, 2,000 years later, in a tiny mountain town in New Hampshire, and we're still talking about it. That is something to sing about. That is something to praise about. That's something to eat about. That's something to hug about. That's something to pray about. It's something, Lord. Help us to look past our small little circumstance and see that we join millions behind us, millions ahead of us, and millions currently right now celebrating the resurrection and the life of Jesus Christ. In the name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We here at Loon Mountain Ministry are committed to loving God, serving community, and enjoying mountains. We want to thank you for being a part of our collective high five this week as we seek to be a light in the White Mountains and all around the world. Please feel free to reach out to us at info at loonmtnministry.com so we can get more connected. See you guys.